This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 71. podcast. I'm really excited to be here today. I've had a very interesting week with all of the feelings. We are still in the pandemic. Everybody is shut down. We're still under a state of emergency in the state of Michigan where I live and it's created so much emotion. There's this big swing of emotions between trying to keep yourself under control things that are coming up with the clients, they're getting angry, they're getting ugly about the strangest things. And then there's the other side of the emotional piece with hearing about people's illness, dealing with that. And I think I mentioned on the podcast previously that one of my very good friends was dealing with COVID and was in the hospital for a long time. And I had a great emotions last night when I was able to talk to her from her hospital room on a Zoom call. We had gotten together with a bunch of our group of friends on this Zoom call to visit, and she was able to join us. She's still in the hospital. She's going through rehab, but she's off the ventilator. She's out of the woods for the most part, still has very bad symptoms, but is on the mend. And that was just an amazing thing to experience. So as I was thinking about that last night on the call with her, and then I was talking to my hospital manager today and all of the clients that are getting angry with us and yelling at us and being frustrated about the way we're practicing right now, trying to do curbside and all the things and the fact that they can't get their pets in for routine things and they're getting very frustrated about that, it's just bringing up a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings. So today on the podcast, I thought, what better time to talk about it than today, the subject of feelings and how do we deal with our feelings? How do we process emotions? What do we do to create better thoughts in order to help us deal with all the feelings? And then how do we also deal with other people's feelings and the fact that we cannot control the way other people are processing their feelings and then bringing them to us in their actions? So on the podcast before, I've talked about the fact that all of our feelings come from our thoughts. And so whenever we experience a feeling in our body, it's because of the way we're thinking about something. And the circumstances are always neutral. So whatever the circumstances are, whether it's a client yelling at us or whether it's the fact that we're dealing with the COVID pandemic right now, whatever the circumstances isn't really the issue. Those are all neutral. And that's always something that's really hard to understand. Our brain wants to tell us that the circumstances aren't neutral and that they are the things that are causing our feelings. So For example, if a client's yelling at you because they're frustrated about something that happened, the only circumstance that you're experiencing at the moment is the client yelling at you. So the fact that they're yelling doesn't cause your feelings and whatever those feelings are, if you get angry, if you get defensive, if you are calm about it, 
none of those feelings that you're feeling are not coming from the client yelling at you. They're coming from the way you're thinking about the client yelling at you. So the first thing that we have to think about is that the circumstances that we're in or the facts of any situation are always neutral. They do not cause our feelings. The thing that causes our feelings is our thoughts. So when something happens, we have thoughts about it. And those thoughts about the thing that happened are what causes the feelings. So the circumstances are neutral. The thoughts create the feelings. And then your feelings are what creates your actions. So the things that you do are always because of the way that you're feeling. Now, when I say that in such a simple way that your feelings are caused by your thoughts, you're probably thinking, oh, it's so easy. I'll just change my thoughts. But that isn't always the way it goes. We know this because it's a struggle. Our brains will cause us to think things that we're not necessarily aware of. So let's take an example real quick to kind of illustrate the fact that our thoughts create our feelings. Let's say, and this is a real story and it's happening a lot right now, let's say a client is upset about something. Let's say they've had to wait in the parking lot in their car for 45 minutes. I'm not saying that this is happening right now, but I'm saying this is happening right now. And they call us on the phone and they're angry because they've had to wait. They don't know what's going on inside the hospital with their pet and they're frustrated. Now, if I pick up that line and that client starts yelling at me, obviously they are upset or frustrated for some reason. So their feelings are anger, frustration, maybe they're impatient. Whatever their feeling is, is causing them to act against me by yelling. Now, I have the option of reacting to that yelling by either staying calm and just listening and then trying to reason with this person, or I can choose to feel attacked and upset and frustrated back and then choose to yell at this client. So the feelings that this yelling client is bringing up for me could be that I start to feel defensive, that I start to feel frustrated, that I start to feel like a victim, like she's yelling at me and this isn't even my fault. I did not create the pandemic. It's not my fault that we're doing curbside. Whatever my thoughts are will bring up my feelings of frustration. And then I will in turn react. My feelings of frustration will cause me to yell back at her. So now we have two frustrated people yelling at each other. If I want to control this situation, I am going to have to act in a different way. And the way I can do that is by changing the way I'm thinking to change the way I'm feeling. So let's say for an example, same example, this lady calls me and she's yelling because she had to wait. I could think compassionate thoughts about her. I could think empathetic thoughts about her. I could think something like, I'm so sorry for this woman. She's been sitting in her car in the parking lot for 45 minutes. If I was in the parking lot for 45 minutes, I would certainly be upset. I totally get where she's coming from. I'm totally on board with the things that she's saying to me. 
if I think all those thoughts that I just conveyed to you, I could remain calm. I could just say, I understand. So that calm feeling that I have because I'm thinking thoughts of empathy, I feel empathy, I feel calmness, then my actions are going to convey those feelings that I had of calmness and empathy. And it's not always that easy. It's a, sometimes difficult to get your brain to think compassionate, empathetic thoughts about somebody that's screaming at you. But that's what we can do because the fact that she's screaming is the circumstance. I have no control over that. There's nothing I can do about it. I can't change it. I might be able to remain calm and in turn change her thoughts and then change her feelings and then her actions will calm down. But at this point, she's doing what she's doing. The only person I can control is me. So that's what I mean by your feelings causing the way you act and the thoughts causing the feelings. Now, why is it that these feelings matter? Why do we have to think about feelings? And why do we need to feel them in the first place? Well, first of all, we do have them. We're human. We are going to experience emotions. And they do cause actual physical symptoms in our body. And then when I say symptoms, what I mean by that is the actual vibrations that we feel in our body. Many, many times when we're having a feeling, we're unaware of it. And one of the first things that we can do to try to improve the way we feel every day is to actually become aware of the emotions that we're feeling. Some of us, when we get upset or agitated or fearful, have like a pit in our stomach or we feel tight in our shoulders. We all feel emotions in different parts of our body. And if we can create awareness around those physical symptoms or actual vibrations that we feel in our body, that will help us take a first step into understanding what it is that we're actually feeling. Because many times when our brain kicks off all these involuntary, it feels like thoughts that it kicks out to us and causes these sensations and these feelings or emotions in our body, we're simply unaware of what's going on. So you get this tight stomach, you get the tight shoulders, and you don't really have a grasp on what it is that's causing that. Now, in the example with a lady that's yelling at you, if you have somebody yelling at you on the phone and all of a sudden you get very tight in your shoulders or your stomach gets upset or you feel an adrenaline rush, that is all the thoughts that you're having about this lady yelling at you. And it brings up these physical symptoms or physical vibrations that the actual emotion is causing in your body. So just taking that first step to understanding where those vibrations come from, where those feelings affect us in our body will go a big way into helping you understand how to process those emotions, how to understand where they're coming from, and then how to move beyond them. Most of us really are unaware of our feelings at any given time. We're working in a busy veterinary hospital and there's stress involved. And so our brain is thinking thoughts of stress. It shouldn't be this busy. Where are all these people coming from? I can't handle this. Whatever those thoughts are, 
And then you get this stressful feeling in your body. And most of us are unaware of where that's coming from. We just feel the physicalness of it. We feel the overwhelm. We feel, we'll feel a headache a lot of times and not really even know that it's our emotions that are causing it. And as humans, we don't like that. We don't like the negative emotions. We don't want to feel the feelings. But until we do start to feel them and understand them and be able to allow them, we will not have the tools to process them. So we want to learn to feel our emotions. We want to learn to allow them. Because if we don't, if we fight them, if we resist them or avoid them, they gain more power over us. It's like when you're feeling very stressed out and you turn to food or you crave a glass of wine or you want to escape into social media. What you're doing is avoiding feeling the negative emotions that are coming up for you for whatever circumstances out there. And what happens when you don't process the feeling or feel it or understand it is your brain wants to distract you from it. And oftentimes that fight between your brain feeling your feelings and resisting your feelings causes more resistance. So the resistance gets heavier and bigger and more powerful. It creates more tension. And then that tension makes the emotion stronger. And then the emotion gets stronger and it creates more tension. And it's just this vicious cycle. And so we'll either snap at somebody that's around us, we'll bury our feelings in food, we'll cover up our emotions by blaming other people or blaming the circumstance, and we won't process it properly, and therefore it gains more power over us. So the next question probably is, how do you allow for your emotions? And it's a practice, it's a skill that we have to learn and that we have to practice. And because we are humans and we have a human brain, it is going to continue to be difficult. The more you learn about feeling your feelings and emotions, the more you practice and sit with them, the easier it will become. However, because of your human brain, it will come up again. So you have to be ready for it. So instead of reacting to the emotion that you might be having in the moment, Practice just feeling it without resistance. And the easiest way or the best way to do this is to actually describe the feeling that you're feeling to yourself or to somebody else if that's easier for you. Ask yourself some questions like, what am I feeling right now? Where am I feeling it in my body? What emotion is it? How do I know it's this particular emotion? What's specific about this emotion in my body? Do I feel it in my stomach? Is it in my shoulders? Do I have a headache? And then what is the emotion that's connected to that? And when your body tightens up against it, when your body starts to resist it, writing down and describing the feeling and the way it feels in your body will allow you oftentimes to just release it. As you're describing the emotion to yourself, as you're writing down what it feels like, you'll start to feel that particular emotion soften up a little bit. 
So let's say you had the client yelling at you and you either handled it well or you didn't handle it well, but you got off the phone and your stomach was really tight and you were starting to get a headache and you knew that something was happening. There's an emotion in my body causing this physical feeling. This emotion feels terrible and I, I want to resist it. I want to fight it. But let's say you get off the phone and you're feeling tense, you're feeling a headache, and you just decide to sit down and understand what it is that's happening in your body and describe it. My stomach feels tight. My shoulders feel tight. My neck hurts. My head hurts. And just start writing that down. What is this emotion? And at some point, you'll decide, oh, This is stress. This is where stress usually shows up in my body. Why am I feeling stressed? Well, duh, I just got off the phone with someone that was yelling at me. So I'm feeling stressed about it. So now I understand that my body's feeling stress, the physical feeling. I can put a name on it. It's stress. And as I'm thinking through it, I start to feel the symptoms in my body dissipating. I no longer am quite as tense. I don't have as big of a headache. I can start to relax and then start asking some questions. Why are you choosing stress in this situation? Why are you feeling this? Well, the lady was yelling at me. So why? what am I thinking about the lady yelling at me that's causing my stress? Am I thinking that I should have done something differently? Am I thinking that she's right and I'm a screw up? And if I think I'm a screw up, that causes stress in my brain and my body. What are the thoughts that's bringing up the stress for me? And as you're working through this exercise, as you're working through this, you can start to understand yourself. And the more we create understanding about our feelings, the more we will be able to process them. And then once you get to the point where you feel like you've processed it and the symptoms in your body, the vibrations are starting to calm down, I'm not feeling quite so stressed, I'm understanding where my stress came from, I'm understanding what thoughts cause the stress and I can start to process them, then I can start to ask myself some questions like, what would I prefer to feel now? Do I want this woman that was yelling at me on the phone that I handled Do I want to carry her home with me? Do I want to keep this emotion? Do I want to keep this feeling for the rest of the day? Or would I prefer to let it go? So then you can ask yourself, what are the feelings right now that I'd like to create in my body? What are the emotions that I would like to have in this circumstance? And sometimes this is the hardest part of the exercise is, what do I want to feel instead And because I'm one of those people that kind of enjoys conflict, for me, it would be, I want to feel challenged by this woman. I want to feel like I've got some empowerment around this situation, that I can handle it, that I'm not going to let her get me down. I've got 30 other clients that I need to take care of that are happy and that are happy to wait for 45 minutes for me because they understand what we're going through right now. And I just want to feel empowered by this angry woman and the fact that I was able to get on the phone with her and listen to her and take all of it in without reacting in a negative way, even though I allowed it to cause stress in my body. Now I'm going to choose to think of it in a different way so I can create a different emotion for myself. So if I decide I want to create 
a feeling of power or empowerment around this interaction, then I can start to let go of the stressful vibrations in my body and create a more powerful feeling. And the way to do that is to change my thoughts about it. So I know when I talk about all this, I'm kind of making it sound super simple. Like this is an exercise you can do in five minutes and you'll get over it and you'll move on. And it's not always that simple. And you know this because you work in a stressful environment and there's everyone thinking there's a fire here and there that you have to put out. And so there's a lot of stress that that comes up around you and causes these stressful thoughts in your brain that causes the stress in your body and all of these feelings. And I make it sound super simple, like you can just feel it and then process it and turn it off. And that's not always the case. However, I can encourage you that the more you think about where your feelings are in your body, the more you feel them and the more you process them and understand yourself, the easier it will become to not fight those feelings. Because if you really think about it, the worst thing that can happen in the situation that you're in when a client is yelling at you is a feeling, especially when they're outside and they're safely in their car and you're safely in the building. There's no physical threat to you. There's only emotional threat. And so if you can decide in your brain that the very worst thing that can happen is a feeling, it's a vibration in my body. And because I know that I create feelings for myself, I'm okay with it. I don't mind feeling some stress. I don't mind feeling a little bit agitated after I get off the phone with this woman because I can feel it. I can process it. It can't hurt me. And as you allow those feelings to happen and you understand that the feeling itself is not dangerous, it will be so much easier to let go. And the other thing to realize about feelings is that they're going to be 50-50 most of the time. There's going to be good ones and there's going to be bad ones. And the sooner you can wrap your mind around this concept that your life isn't supposed to be happy 100% of the time, the easier your life is going to be and the easier it will be to process the negative emotion. Because part of our brain wants to think that we should always be happy, that everything should go well, there should never be a hiccup in the road, there should never be an angry client, all the pets should live, nobody should die, nobody should get sick. We have this unnatural thought that everything should be perfect and it really isn't and we know that because we live in an imperfect world and so if we can understand that the world is going to be imperfect we are going to experience negative things and embrace that that will help us also embrace the fact that sometimes clients are going to cause us stress and we're going to have to process it Sometimes clients are going to be mean and we're going to have to deal with it, right? Sometimes pets are going to get sick. Sometimes things aren't going to go the way we want them to, even though we do everything right. It's just nature. There's no controlling it. And allowing ourselves to let go of the control, that control freak in our brain that we want to hold on to so tightly, will allow us to process the negative emotions, So the thing I really want you to get from this podcast is starting to be able to feel your feelings. 
And this is the perfect time in the world to feel feelings because there's so many out there being caused by our thoughts about the circumstances that we are in. Let's face it, we've never been locked down before. We've never been in quarantine, most of us. We haven't experienced big, scary, global things like this pandemic. And so the thoughts that those circumstances create are all kinds of scary and all kinds of ugly. And if we truly can understand that our thoughts are creating the feelings that we're feeling in any circumstance, we can allow our body to understand why it has the vibrations it's having and then embrace the fact that those emotions can be managed and that they can't harm us. So if you're living in this constant state of stress, you're upset, you have adrenaline rushes every day, you're worried about getting sick, you're worried about your business, you're worried about your family, all the things that your brain is thinking, spend some time processing that emotion in your body. Even if you can't make sense of it right away, even if it feels overwhelming, just try to sit, close your eyes, Think about where you're feeling it, write some things down about it if that helps, and really allow yourself to feel it and process it. Notice that when you start to do this, you you will want to resist. You'll want to fight it because it feels bad, and we think that we shouldn't have to feel bad. But notice your tendency to want to cover it up and dampen it down and change your circumstance so you can get away from it. Notice that and try to sit with it anyway. Don't take an action to try to get rid of it. And just name it. Oh, I understand what this is. This is stress. This is how stress feels in my body. Oh, interesting. It's making my stomach feel tight. I've got a headache. This is stress. That's all it is. It's an emotion created by my thoughts. If you do this on a regular basis, you will begin to understand the way your body processes the feelings, the vibrations, the emotions that come up for you throughout the day. And you will start to see the circumstances as separate from the thoughts and the feelings. And that's really the first step in getting your brain into a coachable mentality. And once you understand the emotion, then you can start to understand the thoughts that you're having that are causing this emotion and let it go from your body. You you will feel it and then you'll be able to do a thought download about the thoughts that might be causing it once you understand it and you can put a name on it. So try to hold some space for yourself today and think about your emotions. Think about your feelings, whatever they are. And you can do this with good feelings as well as bad feelings. There's no reason that you can't. Sometimes I get this frenetic energy and I get really jazzed up about doing something and it causes me to be unfocused. So sometimes I have to sit with my good emotions and try to understand them and see where they're coming from. And why am I distracted? Because I'm so jazzed up, you know, I get I get overexcited. And so you can do this with all of your emotions, but the most, the negative emotions are the ones that are difficult because those are the ones we want to avoid. So hold some space for yourself, 
feel the feelings and describe them in your body, write some things down so you understand them, and then name the feeling that you're feeling. And then once you have the name for it, then try to understand what thoughts are causing that particular feeling in your body. And realize that this isn't an emergency. You don't need to do this overnight. This is a process. This is something we all have to do as human beings. We need to feel our feelings because you're going to process one and then another one's going to come and you're going to have to process that and another one's going to come. So don't get disturbed. Don't get discouraged with yourself. Don't beat yourself up if it feels difficult at the beginning. And also, don't beat yourself up if you can't name it and you don't understand it right away. Just sit with it and try. Try to feel it. Try not to be afraid of it. And try not to avoid the emotion that comes up for you when something bad happens in your environment. Like a client yells at you. (laughs) And I'm sure that you'll be able to use this in the next week or two because I'm sure some client is going to say something that isn't kind. Okay, friends, that's all I have for you today. Go out there and feel some feelings and describe them. I'd love to hear your stories if you'd like to share with me. My website is juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com. Both of them will get you there if you want to send me an email. I always answer my emails, not in the next five minutes, but I usually will answer them within 24 hours. It's jacapeldvm at gmail.com. I'd be happy to hear from you. If you're struggling, please reach out for help. Get yourself a coach, get yourself a therapist, or just talk to a friend. It's so important to understand that as humans, we all need each other and we're all here for each other. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. I really appreciate it. The more positive reviews we have, the better we will get the podcast out there to other people. And as always, I encourage you to make yourself a priority today so you can help inspire others tomorrow. Have a beautiful week. Bye.